I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Sal kind of back on the fan. A couple of uh, housekeeping things here before we catch up on anything you might have missed while you were sleeping. By the way, in case you did miss something while you were sleeping, check it out on the free Odyssey app. Caller called in about the Chicago deep dish pizza saying Giordano's. That is another one that I remember going to. So I've been to that one as well. Uh, another great one. I love that stuff. But I was just talking about that, you know, the story where you know, my, my ex-girlfriend's parents used to pay for everything, and they finally wanted to go pay for something. I hand the credit card over. Look at me. I'm proud. I'm paying for everybody. Sorry, sir. We don't take credit card. <laughs> I wanted to run away and hide forever. Anyway, off of that, it just brought, me, um, brought to mind another story. One time I was talking about this in the newsroom. This girl that I used to date, she we were talking nonchalantly about something, and I was like, oh, you know, I got... Uh, yeah, this bill, whatever, my phone bill, the cable, my car payment. And she looked at me dead serious and said, what's a car payment? And I was like, what do you mean? What's a car payment? I- I'm confused by the question. You know, the the payment that I have to pay for my car. What What do you mean? What's a car? So I, I don't understand what that is. I'm like, well, how do you have your car? And I guess her dad bought her her car cash. Oh, Okay. We both learned something in that moment. I had no idea that you could get a car without having a car payment, and she had no idea that you had to pay for a car via car payment if you couldn't, you know, just buy it flat out. Wow. That was a learning experience. Uh, Guess what? That relationship did not work out either. Okay. We'll get back to your calls here in a second. uh, 877-337-6666. I wrote down the wrong number. You believe that? All these years, writing the number. I don't even have to read it, but I do have it there as a crutch. And I just wrote it down the, the wrong way. 887. What the hell am I thinking? 877-337-6666. Started the show talking about Aaron Judge coming back to the Yankees. And look, this is not a great move. And oh, look at the Yankees organization. They got lucky here. Now, obviously, it's the right move. They needed to bring Aaron Judge back. They're fortunate. They saved face. This was the bare minimum. They had to bring Aaron Judge back. They are lucky, the Yankees are, that Aaron Judge wanted them more than they wanted him. I'm not saying they didn't want him, but they didn't want him as much as he wanted them. He turned down more money even, potentially, from the Padres with a $400 million offer. He made him sweat. He dragged it out. Aaron Judge played free agency as perfectly as anybody ever in any walk of life has ever played free agency. Turning down the guaranteed $213 million before the year, knowing that he's worth more than that, having an MVP historic season during the season, afterwards not leading on any clues, not letting anybody know where he's going, played the game. Got the big offer from the Giants, got an even bigger offer from a team he wasn't going to go to at all, and ultimately went back to the team he wanted to go to after making him sweat, saying, hey, look, I do want to come back got to give me that ninth year. And the Yankees did what they had to do, bringing him back. But let's not make it like it's some celebratory thing that you know the Yankees shouldn't have been in this spot to begin with. This was bare minimum. 
This is not all the Yankee organization, such a great organization. They're lucky Aaron Judge is a great player who takes great pride in playing for the Yankee organization. They lucked out. Cashman should count his blessings, thank the lucky stars. I don't know, one of those two. Or maybe both. But they got lucky. Now what? Now it's time for the Yankees to actually get better. And I do actually have confidence this time they're going to do so. Whether it be Carlos Rodon, and I think that's imperative. They need another big arm to pair along with Garrett Cole. It's not a knock on Severino or Nasty Nestor, but think of how that rotation gets lengthened out. If you add Carlos Rodon behind Garrett Cole, that is a nice one-two punch going into a playoff series. And then you have Cortez and Severino to follow. That would be their best pitching staff starting rotation in years, in a very long time, by far. Not even close, by far. Maybe since 2009. With Sabathia and Burnett. That would be move number one. And then move number two, bring back Benintendi or get Brandon Nimmo. Or an offensive player similar to where, you know, you're going to have a guy that can balance out all the power that they have in that lineup and the strikeouts. And have guys or a guy that could put the ball in play. And then that should pretty much do it. You know, maybe they trade Gleyber Torres and... Figure out little moves here or there to make the bench better or add the bullpen. You know, they brought back Tommy Canley again, but they could do the other little things. But as far as big moves go, now that Judge is back, they could take a deep breath and go out there and make some big boy Yankee moves now. Old school, hey, you know what? Yeah, we have Garrett Cole. Let's get another guy atop the rotation in Carlos Rodon. And then go get a left fielder, like we said, with Ben Benintendi or potentially Brandon Nimmo. The Mets, they had Jose Quintana uh, on a two-year deal, which I thought was a great value, especially in comparison to Taiwan Walker, Jamison Tyone. I love the idea of Quintana. And, you know, the Mets, again, adding depth to that rotation, especially when you have two 40-year-olds atop their rotation, you're going to need depth. And they also make a solid trade with the Rays for lefty reliever Brooks Raley. And really was lights out against lefties, can also get righties out, but a veteran proven arm in that raised bullpen. And the Mets need arms in their bullpen, and this is a big one. It's a solid move for the Mets. And they'll probably bring, end up bringing back Adovino, I would think. And you look at Rayleigh, Adovino, Diaz at the back end, that's a nice start right there as they try to build out that pen. Not to mention the other guys that they've signed in minor league deals that'll have an opportunity. But their pen was barren. They needed arms, and they're doing so. But Kodai Senga should be next for the Mets. I think the two big moves here, as far as these two teams go, Rodon to the Yankees should be next, and Kodai Senga to the Mets. And I'd at this point be disappointed if both those moves don't happen. Anyway, that has been the talk while you were sleeping. Told some other funny stories as well. Had some fun with Marco and Fleegs throughout the course of the show. Check it out. Free Odyssey app. All right, let's get back to the calls. 877-337-6666. Russ is calling from Delray Beach, Florida. What's up, Russ? Hey, Sal. Good morning. Good morning, uh, Russ. I just got to piggyback on the pizza with the pizza thing. I, you know, being down here in Florida, I miss a lot of good New York City pizza. And uh, my favorite spots was uh, – John's, John's, uh, Joe's Pizza on, uh, on Carmine and off of 6th Avenue. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Benino's in the Google. Benino's is good. Yeah, there, there's so it. many great spots. The only, and, I, and I've tried a lot of them, the only one that always sticks with me as the best is Defara in Brooklyn. I don't know if you've ever had the chance oh, to. Oh, yeah, of course. Of it's, course. yeah, that's yeah, the best. That's I'm the best Avenue, I've ever had. Avenue J, I think. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's exactly right. I went there one time with my buddy Jimmy Trainer of Sports Illustrated. And I mean, I remember it. I, I it was that this was when uh, the, the, the old dude was there. He unfortunately passed away. But the guy yeah, who well, ran he, the place. I, yeah, he, he was on Houston Street, too. Like, I forgot the name of it, but they were there for a little while, too, like between like 6th and going east. That's you know, that street right there. you could order it via Potbelly, maybe. You could, and Now, obviously, it's not the same, but you could still get it frozen, and you could order it. And, you know, at least it's better than nothing, I would think. Uh, to get to the to get, I'm a Mets fan. I'll get to the Mets in a second. But to judge, he definitely what you said. He could have could have worked out any more perfect for him. I mean, he did everything right and had a magical year. Mm-hmm. And he want and he wanted the Yankees more than they wanted him. It's true. 
It wouldn't have went that long. See, and, and for the record, this is something I said earlier, but I just want to reiterate it now where maybe more people are listening at 410 in the morning while you were sleeping. We talked about the comparison because there's still some Met fans that are so thick-headed that they actually think DeGrom was wronged by the Mets and that he would have come back. This, what Aaron Judge did, that shows a player who wanted to come back. That's what DeGrom, Absolutely. if DeGrom wanted to come back, he would have called the Yan- uh, the Mets the way Judge called the Yankees and called Steve Cohen, who, by the way, was more than accessible to many players. I'm sure he would have been to Jacob DeGrom. DeGrom wasn't open to it. So there's, o- there's only so much Cohen could do. DeGrom could have called him and said, look, I want to be a lifelong Met. I want my number retired alongside Piazza and Seaver and everybody else. I'm at five years, 185. Can you get me that fifth year? Or can you get close to that? Now, that would have been DeGrom showing that he wanted to come back. They never got close to that. So that's clearly a player who didn't want to be here. This should be further proof of that, the way the judge handled it. Anyway, continue. And, and you, know, you know, that's not the first time that happened with Syndergaard, too. Well, Syndergaard didn't right? want to be here, right? He wanted out. Well, yeah. And uh, now the other thing about the, about the, the uh, watching the Mets last year was – you know, I watched them, you know, being down here, I don't get to watch every game, but I watch them on the app, and uh, it, it's like watching paint dry. I mean, they put a lot of runs up for the year, but there was a lot of games. It was just, I mean, they were walking the bases lower and getting hit by pitches, and, and then there was times when they would just explode, and it just brings up the run the run uh, average. But they they desperately, they got to do something with that lineup. They have to get a, a guy to have a good guy behind Alonzo. You don't yeah, need to – yeah, that's exactly right. They need a, a number five hitter. That's what they miss. And thanks for the call, Russ. Appreciate you checking in. They desperately needed a five-hole guy. They needed an impact power bat. To It was supposed to be Robinson Cano. Not saying that you ever thought that that was going to be you know, realistic that Cano would produce like that. But on paper, that was the guy. A lefty power bat to hit behind Alonzo. They have Lindor. You know, look, McNeil is a great average hitter. Obviously, a guy's going to put the uh, the bat on the ball, put the ball in play, make contact, big spot, driving you know, runs, and hit for a high average. There's great value in that, clearly. You know, Marte brings a different element. Speed, a little bit of pop. Lindor and Alonzo are the two all-star, and I know that Lindor wasn't and Marte was, but... And I guess you could throw Marte in there as being that those three guys in that lineup. Again, Nimmo, solid offensive player. Doesn't have that intimidating, powerful, impact presence that we're talking about. Lindor, Alonzo, and one more is missing. And they didn't get it at the trade deadline. They didn't get it before the year. We knew going in they were lacking that. Going into the season last year, the Mets were lacking exactly that. And it played out that way. Then at the deadline, they neglected to add that legitimate five-hole bat. I mean, they gave us Vogel back and rough. They forced us they forced those guys down on the throat. They wouldn't not good enough. They knew they needed a five-hole hitter. Those guys weren't good enough. So they didn't do it in the offseason. They didn't do it in season. And here we are again next season. And it's still a big issue. Now, the X factor could be Francisco Alvarez. But that's a big if. Can't count on that. You have no idea what the rookie could do. Eric is calling from Ron Conkama. What's up, Eric? Hey, so good morning. Yeah, I'll get to that in a second. But uh, I, I have searched around for Pizza Uno. Unfortunately, it's not. On uh, on the island and uh, um, what yeah, happened? That, that was one. Of, it just went out. What's up? It just went out of business. Yeah. Well, out? yeah. Well, you know, unfortunately, because uh, it was one of my favorite places. Unfortunately, a place that I like tends to not stick around. I'll just, I'll just rattle off a couple of the uh, that, them being one um, ground round. I don't know if you remember oh, ground round. Oh yeah, all. the ground round. I had many birthday parties yeah. there as a youngster. The one that yeah. used to be next to yeah. the Sable Bowl. Yep. Absolutely, and that was the, that's the last one that was around. Also, uh, so you had that. You had uh, uh, Rainforest Cafe. Now, now Grand. Uh, oh yeah, I remember that in the mall. I don't. I never liked that place, but I liked walking in there. Yeah, and it's in uh, Paul Blart. 
first movie. Wait, so that's um, out too? There's no more rain. That used to be the one I remember was in the. Not um, around here. Yeah, yeah there, not on the island. There was so. one that I remember that used to be in the, not the Roosevelt Field Mall, but maybe the mall that was next to it. The Source Mall? Yeah, Source Mall, Westbury. Yeah, yeah. right. The Source Mall, yeah. Westbury. I remember the Rainforest Cafe. Yeah. The Ground yeah. Round. By the way, Eric, the Ground Round, like you're dating yourself. One, one, that, that was gone in the 80s, no? Uh, th- that, one, uh, th- that one left, I'd say, about 15 years ago. No. Uh, it might even be... Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That was the last one because fifteen years ago, you're, you're way off. The ground round on Long Island has been out for probably thirty years. Yeah, uh, yeah, but not that one. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, which one um, are you talking about? Which one was the last one? The one by Cinnamon Bowl. That, that's, that's been gone. No, that, yeah, but that's left. been gone for thirty years. I, I I don't think it's quite that long. I could I could be wrong, but it's the, I don't believe it's more than twenty. Hmm. I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. Interesting. Um, but yeah, you know, you had that place at Bennigan's. Remember Bennigan's? Love that place. At, uh, I remember you know, the I mean, name. I'm not places, familiar with it. Yeah, I mean, all these places that I loved, then they all went out. Well, all right, well, real quick, what's your? Because now I'm curious. Yeah. What's your go-to okay. at Pizzeria Uno? Oh, jeez, uh, it's. I mean, I got to throw uh, pepperoni sausage. Uh, um, you know, some. Uh, oh, so you're uh, just going regular. You're going regular pizza. Well, I told you I went with the appetizer, yeah. the the tato skins or whatever they were. The appetizer deep dish, which was oh my god, mouth watering good. Yeah, and, honestly, and then, I don't remember that, but uh, I, I'm gonna see if I could dig up an old menu maybe and see if I can find that. But yeah. uh, but you know, you, you mentioned the, the credit card thing. You know, I, I had that same incident happen at your favorite pizzeria. I hate to tell you. Oh, you know, little Vincent's cash only. Yeah. Yes. It's cash only, yeah. And, my, and it was for my daughter's birthday party years ago, and and I had to pick up some more pizza. And I walked in with my card, and they said cash only. And, and I said, I have a bunch of hungry little girls at home. You're gonna make me go get cash, you know? But I, I hey. yeah, they, they held their ground. What can I say? Yeah, but that's uh, not that's <laughs> not as humiliating as my situation, but still not a good situation to be in. Right. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, look, you know, I'm curious about something, Sal. I mean. Uh, it, it, the Mets made a couple moves yesterday. They needed pitching. Yeah, the moves really didn't excite me much. I, I wonder this, okay? Because I, I know you you asked Blevins his opinion on uh, the relief pitcher. Uh, you know, also as far as Quintana, mm-hmm. you, know, you went around the room and everything. Is there has there been a situation? Because I don't remember it, where uh, a transaction was made and the people that was asked about it did not like it. Yeah, of course. Like, like, like flat out hated it. Of I, course. I don't remember ever seeing that, you know, on like live TV or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think of one that, oh, I mean, the Robinson Cano trade, for example. That's the first one that just popped in my mind. I mean, I hated that move. There were plenty of moves that have happened over the years where, especially with the Mets, where it's like, what are they doing? Oh, this move stinks, or it's a you know cheap move, bringing this guy back, whatever it may be. So, yes. Uh, now, I mean, I, I guess that, it's it's easier to be positive on things before you know we see it play out, especially on you know on the home of the Mets. Maybe you're going to lean a little more positive on on a move that they right, make instead right. of just completely destroying it. But yeah, one thousand percent, there are moves that are made and people knock it. I mean, that's that's happened plenty of times before. Yeah, I just so rarely encounter that. But but you know, beginning to the point because I mean, you know, they make those two pitching moves yesterday, and then you hear Bogarts going to San Diego. You know, uh, you hear Wilson Contreras going to St. Louis, and and the the Red Sox p- picked up that uh, Japanese outfielder who, mm. from what I hear about everything, he's a hitting machine. I mean, he may not be a home run guy, but uh, you know, it's, I mean, I, they, I think they said he had like forty strikeouts all season. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when's the last time that happened? Yeah, I he would have been a nice you know, fit for the Yankees, balance them out. I I mean, you know. I'm just waiting for them to recall my name to go and hit for them because that's what it feels like is going on here. But remember, yeah. you got to remember, Eric, and thank you for the call as always. Look at the Mets team. Now, Nimmo's a major factor here, similar to what DeGrom was to the rotation. Now, I'm not saying that Nimmo's on that level as far as the, the player that DeGrom is, but just, you know, the Mets needed to figure out what DeGrom was going to do so they could move on with that rotation. He left, okay. Verlander, Quintana, potentially Senga putting the thing together after they know DeGrom is out. With Nimmo, that is a major piece to put in place to build out the rest of the lineup. If he is not there and they have to pivot to Kiermaier, 
that means they're going to have to get a more significant offensive player. And they're going to use that money that they were going to give Nimmo on another player. Now, where is that going to be? Is it going to be via trade? You know, are we looking at a catcher? Or are they looking at a left fielder? Are they looking at a right fielder? Move Starling Marte to center. Is it Kiermaier plus? Is it Marte to center? Like, that Nimmo is the linchpin to the rest of that lineup. Now, even if he does come back, they still need more bats. But let's just say, hypothetically, Nimmo comes back in center field. Nimmo in center, Marte in right, Alonzo at first, McNeil, Lindor, Escobar slash Beatty. You know, there are only still three spots potentially that the Mets could upgrade. And of those three spots, catching has Francisco Alvarez as a factor, potentially. DH, they have Vogelback, Ruff, and Francisco Alvarez, potentially, or Eduardo Escobar. There are candidates in-house. You may not love them, but that's just... There are candidates there for DH. And left field, you have Mark Hanna. But ultimately, left field catcher, DH, those are the only three spots available, assuming Nimmo signs. Those are the only spots available to upgrade. And they already have guys in place there. There is no clear vacancy. I mean, I guess DH would be the one... But again, Vogelback and Ruff are there, and Epler is not indicated that the Mets are going to be big players for a specific DH. I guess the point is there's only so much they could do. I know they need to upgrade. But I would be willing to bet at this particular point they're not going to sign or trade for. I hope I'm wrong, but they're not going to sign or trade for an impact bat. It's going to have to come from within, whether that be Beatty, Alvarez, or just some of the guys that they have there performing better. Escobar, McCann, potentially. Ruff, Vogelback. Like it or not, that's their situation, at least at the moment. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sometimes it's good to talk about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Fan going to 5 a.m. The warm-up show with Al and CeeLo, who's in for Jerry today. 877-337-6666 is the number to call. Big story, of course, Aaron Judge returning to the Yankees. What a great moment for Judge. I mean, just a tremendous year. Great moment for the Yankee fans. Look, Yankee fans deserved having Aaron Judge back. The organization screwed up letting it get to this particular point. But Judge ended up getting what he wanted. The Yankee fan got what they wanted. And the Yankees just had to pay a significantly more amount to avoid total embarrassment for bringing back a player that they, I don't want to say devalued, but undervalued at the very least. $213 million. I told you. Told you that was insulting. Matter of fact, Jerry was giving me crap the other day. 
because I was saying even the $300 million report or that the report that the Yankees were in the eight-year $300 million range. Insulting. He got offered $100 million more. You better believe that that was insulting. Now, he ended up taking $60 million more, but he got offered $100 million more. Yankees weren't even in the ballpark with the 213. Laughable to think that people were calling and criticizing Judge, and I remember it well. Calling and criticizing Aaron Judge for not taking the 213 guaranteed. Oh, he says he wants to be here. He's lying. He doesn't want to be here. How do you not take that 213? Now do you understand why you don't take that 213? Boy, I'm glad I was on the right side of that one. Pat is calling from the Bronx. What's up, Pat? Sal, I'm a disgruntled Met fan. Why? I, I, I know you're going to talk me down. You're usually positive, and I, you have to talk I, I me down. I try to be. Yeah. I try to be, Sal. I honestly try to be. How, how is it that the Yankees always get, the, get what they want? Why is it that everyone tries to short-sell the Mets or demand too much for the Mets? What is this Mets reputation? You remember the movie Caddyshack, Bill Murray's there with Chevy Chase? You say, now here you got a pool up there. Maybe I can come over sometime. And Chevy Chase says, yeah, we got a pool, a pool and a pond. Pond would be good for you. Hmm. That's what the Mets are. The pond is good for us. We can't sign our own. Now, what, well, what, what do you mean you can't sign your own? You're, you're mad at uh, just DeGrom, that's it? I'm very mad at DeGrom. Why is it? I'm Taiwan Walker, et cetera, et cetera. Why, why is it? Why is it that we assume we know what happened in the room? My assumption what happened in the room was that the Mets said to DeGrom, this is our final offer, go out. They weren't in the room. They weren't in the room. Right. DeGrom DeGrom didn't want to be here. Pat, please don't make me go down this road again. I'm not going to ask you to, Sal. I understand, okay? I'm just getting sick and tired of acquiring players who are on the other side of the hill and replacing them. Oh, this is just as good. And what we get is not just as good. How old is is DeGrom? Do you know off the top of your head? 35. Okay, right. What is he, 35, 36? How many starts did he make last year? I understand we have oh, okay. a track record from the last two right, years. So yeah. I don't care how old the guy is. I want a guy that's going to make starts, take the ball, and go pitch. Verlander's going to do that. Assuming right. he can stay relatively healthy, he's going to pitch. Max Scherzer is going to pitch. Jacob deGrom did not for whatever reason. All right. Well, I mean, you know, I understand that no one ever goes back and rolls the tape back. When Murphy left... And they got Neil Walker to replace him. He's just as good. And the first month, he was just as good. In the long run, was he just as good? No. 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 And And we've done it so many times. The problem there was that the Mets force-fed Daniel Murphy when he wasn't very good for years. And just when he started to figure out the power to add his or to take his game to a whole other level, he obviously went on that run in October. Just when he figured that out, that's when they decided to let him go. So well, I, I That mean, was just free agency, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, but that's what I mean. But they shouldn't have let him go. They should have re-signed him. Anyway, uh, that, that was a mistake. With DeGrom. That was a mistake. Look, but DeGrom didn't want to be here. They couldn't have re-signed How him. How do we know DeGrom didn't want to be I'm, here? I'm telling you, Pat, first of all, do the math. Do the math. He never went back to the Mets. Did you see how Aaron Judge got multiple offers and then went back to the Yankees and said, I want to be here, and then ended up coming here? And Jacob. how do you know that the Mets sat down with the Grom and said, this is all you're going to get, nothing they more? They didn't. They didn't say that. What's your inside source that says they didn't say that? Pat, you don't even need my inside sources. Use facts. You're going to get me worked up again because I, I don't understand why you're not understanding what happened. Go by the facts of what happened. Forget anything that I've heard, which, by the way, I've heard a lot. And I was I told you that DeGrom didn't want to be here from the beginning of the year. I've told you that all year long. So that's number one. Number two, just forget that and go by the facts of what happened. Jacob deGrom was told by the Mets that he was wanted by the Mets, right? The Mets wanted him. They offered him a three-year deal worth more money per year than what he ended up getting from the Rangers. deGrom never went back to the Mets before it was too late. He never went back to the Mets and said, I want to be here. Here's my offer. Can you get here? Doesn't that tell you, Pat? Flat out. Doesn't that tell you he didn't want to be here? Sal, Sal, for one second, let me say for one second about DeGrom, okay? 
We didn't treat him right the whole frickin' time. It, it took four airing the Wilpons' dirty laundry to get him that... Different that story. That's got. a different argument. That's old news. You, you okay, can't... but I think it's the same argument because the Mets always never loved DeGrom. You're talking about BC. You can't worry about BC. It doesn't matter. That's BC Mets before Cohen. Hey, if the damage was done, that's on DeGrom. And thank you for the call, Pat. If he's dumb enough to not realize that things have changed, that's on him. Look, guys, I don't know how many other ways I can tell you. I don't know how many other things you have to see happen to get it. Jacob, this is not an opinion. This is fact. Jacob DeGrom did not want to be here. End of story. Fact. Not in the rumors. Not in the reports, the actions. One player got a higher offer elsewhere. He went back to the team that he wanted to perform for, that he wanted to play for. And they asked him, do you want to be a Yankee? And he said, yes, but I need that ninth year. And they said, okay. And now he's a Yankee again. The other player was offered three years, $120 million, $40 million per year. Didn't say anything about it. Went and got a five-year, $185 million offer. $65 million more. By the way, Judge turned down 40 million bucks. DeGrom never went back to the Mets when he had an offer that was 65 million more over the course of two years. He never went back to them. He got his five year, $185 million offer. Never once picked up the phone, like Judge did, and called the owner of the Mets, Steve Cohen, who would have been more than happy to talk to him, and said, I want to be there. How can we make this happen? It never happened. So now how can you hear those facts? Again, this is not me reporting things. These are the facts of what happened. I guess according to reports, but... Those are the facts. How can you hear that and think that DeGrom wanted to be here? Jim is calling from Morris Plains. What's up, Jim? Sally, baby. Good morning. How are you today? Good morning, Jim. How are you? All right, so I called yesterday. And I remember. The Yankees, the Yankees should do whatever they can. Ten years, $400 million. And then the next caller laughed at me like I was, uh, they didn't know what I was talking about. And... He he got offered ten years, four hundred million, but he took. I'm glad that he took uh, a little forty million dollar discount to come back. Correct. No, oh, was it? I mean, we speculated that that might be the the very high end for Aaron Judge. It's amazing how you know I was in the ballpark with this stuff when we were estimating because you knew roughly what he was going to want per yeah. year, and then you figure you do the math. All right, well the Yankees are going to go seven. Uh, maybe somebody else will go eight, and then maybe somebody else gets it up to nine. And yeah. ultimately, it did get to that tenth year, four hundred million. And Judge turned it down to take the nine years, three sixty. Yeah, I know. I I, I like it. Um, a couple things, a uh, couple points that I wanted to make about the Mets. I mean, they're in trouble. I think they're the third, the third best team in the division. And then, like even last year. If they're looking for bats, like even the Yankees too, with uh, these young players, they gotta just bring them up. They they could have known what they had with Alvarez. I mean, McCann was terrible all year. They could have brought up Alvarez halfway through the year or earlier. And same thing with Beatty. Well, why even do you why do you think they didn't? Why do you think they didn't bring up? Let's stick with Alvarez for a second. Why do you think they didn't bring him up midway through the year? Well, they said they said he wasn't ready, but like, correct. Yeah, well, 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 so what do you mean? Point, so you can ignore that? At some point, you gotta just let him sink or swim. No, no, absolutely I mean, not. I could, I could not. And thank you for the call, Jim. I could not disagree with you more. Matter of fact, oddly enough, 
I was just having this conversation with Terry Collins yesterday. Too many guys, and Terry knows, unfortunately, from his days with the Mets, too many guys are learning at the big league level. I'll take it a step further and say that too many guys are learning at the you know, at the NFL level. Too many guys are learning to be a head coach. We talk about it with Robert Sala or LaFleur. You shouldn't be learning at the highest of levels. I get that, you know, you can hire rookie head coaches, you can have rookie players, sure, but you shouldn't be learning still at the highest of levels. The Mets don't need Francisco Alvarez to learn how to become a big league catcher in the middle of a a season where they're trying to win a division. Beatty only came up because of injury. They were not going to force the issue with Alvarez when he wasn't ready to be a catcher. I'd rather those guys learn and develop at the minor league level, not on the major league field. When they're ready, when you feel like they're ready, seasoned and ready and tearing it up in the minors, or or not tearing it up because they're so bored they're ready to go, that's when you make the call. You do not do it at a desperation in hopes of, hey, you know what, maybe this guy could give us something. I mean, you may need to do it over the course of a week or so due to injury or something like that, but and you get a little taste of it, have them get a little taste of it. But long term, if they're not ready, they're not ready. At some point, they will be. At some point, you will have to make that decision and decide. But the way that Alvarez has buzzed up the ranks, that is not. there's no need to force the issue here. Now, this year might be a different story. But either way, I mean, even if he came up midway through the, the season last year, and let's just say he struggled, what, you, that means you're going to write him off? He's done for good? You're going to give him the Zach Wilson treatment? Guys should not be learning at the major league level. And fans have to be patient with the prospects. Now, the tough part is trusting the organization. Especially when it comes to the Mets. Because they, and now I know it's a different regime. But they have failed times before. Where they're holding on. You know, oh, we're not going to bring up Alonzo. We're not going to bring up McNeil. And then those guys come up and rake. And you're thinking, where the hell were they last year? Or months ago. So the Mets have not always been great at evaluating their own. Hopefully they can improve on that under Steve Cohen's leadership. But I didn't think the Mets mishandled the Alvarez situation last year. Vientos may be a different story. You know, he's a guy that was supposedly ready. And they waited, 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 waited. Then they finally brought him up. By then it was too late and he wasn't any good anyway. It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Back on the fan warm-up show with Alan CeeLo coming up in just a little bit. We'll be back with you again tonight at midnight to close out the week on a what could be a fun football Friday as we look at the week 14 schedule. We'll have Taylor Mathis on, I believe, do some picks there. We'll have our perfect parlay stuff as we've been doing that the last few weeks. And, of course, do a lot of Jets and Giants. But, look, baseball is still going to be a hot topic here, especially with DeGrom speaking today. Now, do we know what time that's taking place? I just hope... I want somebody here, hopefully, will actually cut up the sound bites so we can play those back. That is a, I'm definitely doing that. I wish I could ask a question. I'm assuming it's going to be, though, uh, a press conference in person, right, Fleegs? Like, it's not going to be one of those Zoom calls we could call in and. No, he's going to be at the new Rangers ballpark. Yeah, it's uh, unfortunately, I don't think I'd be able to make it there in time, but I would love to go. Somebody from New York's got to be there, no? I mean, you would I, think of right, or somebody stopping back on the way home from San Diego. 
But I know that, you know, now since the pandemic, a lot of places aren't paying reporters to travel. This is one where somebody from New York has got to be there and find out. I mean, not that DeGrom's going to give you answers anyway, but still, the tough questions need to be asked. And we'll find out. We'll find out if maybe there is going to be some insight as to what went on with the decision from Jake. Why he didn't even give the Mets an opportunity. Is he going to paint the Mets in a bad light? I guarantee something's going to come out of that. With all the stuff you know about DeGrom mm-hmm. and have heard for well over a year now. From multiple it, people. Right, because it's, like, it right, is, yeah. it's multiple sources. Would you believe him? If DeGrom no. gives you some kind of story, are you going to believe him? No, well, here's the thing. If he talks about why he didn't like it or why he didn't feel comfortable, then possibly, yeah. I want right, like if he says, you know what, I just kind of wanted maybe out of the limelight, something like that. Right. Bingo. That's all I'm looking for. I don't need the dirty details. I, You know, this is a, even if it's, oh, this is a better place for me and my family, whatever it may be, I want to hear him admit it. I want to hear him in some way, shape, or form admit he didn't want to come back to the Mets. What if he says he's raising kids, he wanted to go there for the school yeah, system? Yeah, right, exactly. I'd say, well, we heard that one before. Because somebody has to ask the question. This is why I'm hoping somebody from New York is there. Somebody's got to ask the question, why didn't you go back to Steve Cohen? Simple as that. Why didn't you go back to Steve Cohen? I want to know that. Because who in their right mind wouldn't go back to the richest owner in the sport? Somebody who's afraid that the richest owner in the sport might match the offer and he didn't want that? I mean, I think I think you nailed it. And I guess more, more so than for my own satisfaction, I want the people like Pat, like other callers who have called all week, like Evan Roberts, I want them to hear from DeGrom's mouth that he didn't want to be here. So we can once and for all move on. I want to hear it. Now, this one's going to hurt today. There's no way around it. And the Mets could sign Kodai saying it maybe would be a good move to do that today. Get the timing of it or bring back Nimmo, whatever. It's still going to hurt watching DeGrom talk to the media as a member of the Texas Rangers. And it'll hurt again when you see him take the mound in April. And it'll hurt again when he comes back to City Field in August. That's not one you get over easily. Easily. <clears throat> However, if you hear it from him that he didn't want to be here, I think that could make things a little different. Jimmy is calling from Jersey City. What's up, Jimmy? What up, my man, Sal? Congratulations. Your boy is back. Well, I told you he wasn't going nowhere. And I tried to tell you, but he did leave clues. People just don't listen when he leaves clues. Well, right. But, uh, I mean, I don't think anybody thought he was really leaving, Jimmy. No, of course not. Come on, Yankee Stadium. Who's leaving Yankee Stadium? Well, he wanted to be a Yankee. I mean, he loves yeah, being a Yankee. Hey, uh, we did the Grom thing, right? I mean, I'm not even a Mets fan. The guy got slapped in the face by Yorona. Which you one? Said, uh, you're doing BC. Uh, it, it was the ball. BC had the ball in his court. Let's go back. When you're hiding Scherzer, when you got Scherzer, Sal, you yourself said you, you had the best pitcher in all the baseball you ever seen in the ground. They went and bought Scherzer and gave him a higher contract, $43 million. He started the first playoff game over the ground. When your owner had a chance to give DeGrom a contract, he lowballed him at $40 million instead of... How's that lowball? He got more per year. That's not lowballing. But but he, but he but Scherzer's getting 40, 43 a year, right? So, so what? So, so what? You you said he was the best base, the pitcher in baseball. DeGrom, that's why. So he so he felt like he was slapped in the face by your owner. Like, 40, $40 million a year, which is more money per year than he ended up getting? That's a slap in the face? No, yeah, yeah, because he, you bought Scherzer and you bought a, a guy... You said DeGrom's the greatest pitcher you've ever seen, correct? So why would you uh, well, give, for, why those, would... for those two years, yeah, because it's not 2018, 2019 anymore. Well, but I'm, I'm not trying to argue. I'm just trying to make this. No, no, I, well, I'm not, I'm not arguing either. I'm giving you the facts. Yeah. So you're going back to 2018, 2019. It's, it's the year 2022. So, so it was calmer. He just had his chance to slap to slap Cohen back. And that's why, like you said, why didn't he give a Cohen a chance to, to match? He didn't want to. Just like he low Well, that's the point. Yeah, that's the, that's the whole thing. Well, you can't say he lowballed him when he offered him $40 million 
per year for three years to a no, guy. I understand what you're saying about that, but he, he wanted more than Scherzer per well, year. Well, that, that's 43. fine, and I'm sure the Mets would have wanted Degrom to to pitch more than and, Scherzer too. And, and he's a younger pitcher, and, and he's talking about an older pitcher who got a higher contract. And so I, I feel he felt slapped in the face. And that's why he did what he did. That's well, why he left. Uh, like he left. The, the damage. So one, uh, one, the damage was one done. One thing, yeah, that's fine. The damage was done long before that with Degrom. Hey, and you, the Mets. You, you were saying about the American League. Well, I was wanted to question why you thought the National League was strong. Uh, I think it's deeper. I think there are better teams throughout. I mean, I think you could pick the oh, first. Oh, if you go by interleague play, the American League is not, it's not even close. No, I'm not worried League. about that. I'm saying if you were to rank the top 10 teams, let's say, in baseball, the majority of them would be from the National League. Yeah, because the American League, they beat they beat each other up. And the, the, the National League, the stronger teams beat up the weaker teams. So that they, the, the, those teams stand out. No, more. I mean, you, look at the best teams in baseball. You do the math. I mean, who wh- who would you rank in the American League over the Phillies, Braves, Mets, Dodgers, Padres? For just last, for just last year? Yeah, I mean, whatever. Projected well, moving forward. Well, you're going to you're gonna have, to go, you're gonna have to go with the Astros. Right. And maybe the Yankees. And that's it. That's two teams. And I just gave you, what, five or six? You know, the last 20 years in baseball, the last 20 years, right, the Yankees I'm not talking about twenty. I'm not talking about 20 years. The Yankees haven't been to one since 2009. I mean, No, on. I know. No, I know that. I'm just going over the last 20 years. The last 20 years, the Yankees are 600. Like, 600. There were 600 wins over 500. What does that have to do with anything, though? I'm just bringing it up. I'm just bringing it up. Because they oh. won two, two World Series in that time. Do you, do you know what the Mets uh, uh, they're over uh, under is for the 20 years that over 500? What? The two games over 500. Okay. I mean, the Mets, Jimmy, you're not breaking any news yet again, and thank you for the call. The, the Mets have, for the past 20 years, 30 years, whatever, their franchise history, not been very good the majority of the time. I mean, for the Mets to finish over 500 is a big deal. For the Yankees, it's a bad year if they win 90 games. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure what – we all understand that. I want to get back to the DeGrom-Scherzer thing for a second. DeGrom last year, hold on, he was, so he was 34 years of age. I just want to see what Scherzer did in his 34th, you know, when he was 34, what he did in that year. Scherzer, let's see, 27, he started 27 games. DeGrom started 11. In... When he was 33, back in 2018, he started 33 games. Interesting. 33 years old, 33 games. DeGrom, at age 33, started 15 games. So DeGrom, when he was, because every, you know, everybody's saying that Scherzer's older and DeGrom's a younger pitcher. Well, when Scherzer was 33 and 34, he made 60 starts in two years. Age 33 in 2018, age 34 in 2019. He made 60 starts. Jacob deGrom, age 33, age 34, he made 26 starts. It's a bit of a difference there, no? A little bit. A little bit. A little bit of a difference there. So when you're looking at the history of the pitchers, Scherzer, as they say, posts. DeGrom, regardless of age, does not. Now, you tell me how offering a guy three years, $40 million per year, is a slap in the face for a guy who pitched 20, started 26 games in two years because it's less money than Max Scherzer? Well, guess what? There's a reason for that. He doesn't deserve Max Scherzer money. And Steve Cohen knows that better than anybody. Now, with all that being said, DeGrom still could have come back to the Mets. Matt is calling from Huntington, you know, and looking for a, a last-ditch offer. Matt, uh, what's on your mind? How you doing? Good. I was, I was just trying to uh, make a point about how important this signing is to my seven-year-old son. So we're, we've been to four games in the last year, and he wants a 99 Judge jersey. He yeah. wants a 99 uh, jersey. You, know, you need to have Judge back, and thanks for the call, Matt. I'm sorry I'm being quick. I want to get everybody in here. I know Rich has been on hold for a while. Look, we, it's enormous. 
getting Aaron Judge back in the fold. Everybody loves Yankee fans love him. 99 jerseys, they're going to be, I mean, they're, they're already sold through the roof. It's going to be even more so now. Rich is calling from Manhattan. What's up, Rich? Hey, Sal. How you doing? Listen, uh, I was more upset when Hampton left because of the school system. <laughs> to be honest with you. Because, look, DeGrom, two Cy Youngs, he did well for the Mets. I wish him all the luck with his health in Texas. But he was asking for too much for too few starts. Now, I do have a question. You were talking about pizza before. Mm-hmm. What are your favorite pizza places? Around here, DeFara in Brooklyn was the best pizza I've ever had. Very, very good. Did you ever go to Lombardi's? Uh, where is it? On uh, Spring in, in um Red, no, like Greenwich Village, East Village. I don't. You got to bring cash. I don't. Well, well, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, where, where was that in Chicago when I needed? Yeah, but <laughs> I, I have not been to Lombardi's. And have you been to Patsy's in East Harlem? That I no, I've been to the one on the in Midtown. And thanks for the call. No, not at the one in City Field. I've been to the one in uh, in Midtown, and it was pretty good. What do you say, Lombardi's? I'm going to write that down. I mean, really, I'd love to go just. Forget taking two or three weeks off to go to Italy. I need two or three weeks off to hit all the pizza spots around here that I want to check out. But I'll put that one on the list. Defar is the best I've ever had. But again, I haven't been everywhere. All right, that does it for us. Fun show. Three hours. Pizza, Italy, sports. Who knows what's in store for tonight? Thanks to Fleegs, as always. Appreciate his help. Thanks to everybody who listened and everybody who called. I appreciate each and every one of you. Back again tonight at midnight. For the five-hour Friday show, the warm-up show with Alan Silo. That's coming up next. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.